And uh, I'd like to just begin here by reading a, a verse uh, or several verses here from Hebrews 5. We can start from verse 5. This is speaking about the Lord Jesus Christ and his priestly office. And I, I want to focus my, our thoughts this morning in this meditation on, on the prayers of, of Jesus. Um, and so we have that right in the middle of this section, we hope to read. So Hebrews 5, verse 5. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. As he saith also in another place, Thou art my son, excuse me, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And then this verse, who, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from out of death. And he was heard in that he feared. So I think when we ask the question, what was Jesus like? We often focus our attention on things like his care, his compassion, his zeal for God, his love for sinners. And these are all very wonderful things. But I think this is a, a characteristic of, of Christ that is sometimes overlooked and yet gives us such a great insight into what he was really like. If you remember the words of Robert Murray McChain, what a man is on his knees before God in prayer is what that man is and no more. And so he, as we hear Christ pray, we can say this is what he is really like. And I think it's good just to stop and reflect for a, for a moment on the stunning reality that the Lord Jesus Christ needed to pray. A person who prays is a person who is completely dependent on God. And here's Jesus Christ, the eternal of God, completely dependent on God for everything. I'm sure, uh, like you, it would, have, uh, it would be wonderful to have heard him pray like the disciples did, to, to hear the, the closeness, the intimacy, the love that he had with the Father he was praying to. And yet to hear him pray for strength, to hear him pray for wisdom and patience. And if you don't mind me quoting another 19th century Scot, William, William Blakey, I think, writes very movingly of Christ in prayer. He says this, of, of the effects of his humiliation, there is none so touching or beautiful that he who in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth and of whose hands the heavens were the work should have accepted a relation of dependence that brought him daily to his knees, impelling him to pray that his human weakness might be strengthened for the work he had to do. So dear friends, this morning, I, I simply want to briefly hear ask the question, when did Christ pray? And what you find as you look throughout the Gospels in particular, 
is that the Lord Jesus was a man who prayed at all times, in all places, and in all circumstances. You, you find him praying in the morning, the morning after a busy day, Mark 1, 35. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. You find him praying evening after a busy day. Matthew 14, 23, when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. You find him praying in between events at transition times in the day. So in Mark 6, you have the account of the feeding of 5,000. And then you have the account of Jesus walking on water to meet his disciples in the boat. But in between, in Mark 6, 46, we read that after he sent the disciples away, after feeding the 5,000, before walking to them in water, he departed into a mountain to pray. And it's perhaps the Gospel of Luke that, more than the others, records the prayers of Jesus and, and does so in a way that you could miss. It's almost a by the way he, he prayed. He did this and he prayed, or he prayed and this happened. But you see Christ praying at these critical points in his ministry. He always had time for prayer. So at his baptism in Luke 3.21, when all the people were baptized, we read, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. After he heals a leper and says, I will be clean, and large crowds start to hear about him and start to come to him, Luke 5.16 says, he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed before he chooses 12 disciples. Luke 6 verse 12 came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and he continued all night in prayer. And when it was day, he called unto his disciples and he chose 12. Before he calls for a confession of faith, Luke 9 verse 18 it came to pass as he was alone praying his disciples were with him and he asked saying whom say the people that i am at his transfiguration he's there with peter james and john and as he prayed luke 9 29 the fashion of, of his countenance was altered when the 70 returned after casting out devils luke 10 21 in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Before he teaches his disciples to pray, Luke 11, verse 1, as he was praying, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. Well, you could go on and on, but the disciples, no doubt, were beginning to see, and we, we begin to see, this vital link between all that Jesus says and does and the intense life of prayer that he had. And I think then, as we consider the fact that Jesus prayed at all times, in all places, and in all circumstances, the application for ourselves is clear. 
if Jesus needed to pray with this frequency and intensity, what must our mornings, our evenings, our transition points in the day, our critical points in life be like, but that which is bathed in prayer? Before a confession of faith, uh, before, during, after worship, before, during, after travel, work, we must bathe our lives and our ministries in prayer. And so, brothers, sisters, it's a great encouragement then for me also to, to be here with you. And, and just let me, let me leave you with one final verse from the scriptures. Because when we ask the question, when did Jesus pray? It's not entirely the correct question, is it? Because, <laughs> because the fact is he is still praying. He never ceased to pray. And maybe in one of the most encouraging verses in terms of prayer in the Bible, we have Hebrews 7.25 saying, Wherefore this Jesus who has ascended, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for them. So may the Lord give us all that spirit of prayer and give you that spirit of prayer. And um, thank you very much for this, this opportunity to, to pray with you and to, to speak to you.